warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me this week is. Hi, I'm Helen. I work in a small school in Buckinghamshire, currently with the section and year one children. Hi, I'm Rob. I also work in Buckinghamshire and I will be working with year four this year. And today we are exploring English learning outcomes with a poem based on a story by a 10 year old learner from a small school in Cambridgeshire, England, which you can listen to by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for Huff McTuff. There you can stream a video of me telling the story for your children, get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the incredible Corky Paul, and even pick up some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen and Rob here. We are going to be covering some English topics today. Helen, would you like to kick us off with ages four to seven? Yes, I definitely would. I've got a couple of good themes to explore in sort of English literacy lessons with the children. And I'd like to start with uh, princesses. Mm -hmm. Princesses are always popular with young girls, no matter whether you avoid the topic as a teacher or whether you kind of embrace it. Young girls like the idea of princesses. Not all of them, obviously, that would be (laughs) a sweeper generalization. And I really like this poem because it gives the chance to look at that kind of idea that princesses, they have a very certain role. They have very certain skills. And there's a theme of you can't do it, you're a princess. But throughout the poem, it means you can't do it because you shouldn't because you're a princess or you can't actually do it. You haven't got the skills because you're a princess. Hmm. And I'd like taking that theme with my class um, whenever we're looking at this kind of general topic and just exploring some different princesses in literature. Hmm. So I would have a look at princesses, first of all, as I often do get find out the children's ideas first, say, so... If you're a princess, what does your day look like? What do you look like? What do you like doing? What don't you like doing? What can you do? What can't you do? And just get their ideas first. And then across a few weeks, I'd I'd do this. I'd look at some different texts with the children that look at some different princesses. So this one included, so start with this one, because this is our key story. Um, But then there's a few other books that are really good for breaking the stereotypes of princesses. There's, um, I've got a list here if you'd like it. Um, There's a book called The Worst Princess, which is by Anna Kemp. And that Mm -hmm. one has a princess that is supposedly the worst, but turns out to be the best. She's the worst because she she doesn't want to comply. She doesn't want to be locked in a tower by, I think she gets married to a prince. And then her happily ever after is getting shut in a tower to keep her safe. She does not like that. Mm. So she does something about it. Um, There's an older book called The Paper Bag Princess, where the prince gets kidnapped by a dragon. And the princess has to go and rescue him. All she has left after the dragons burnt down the castle is a paper bag to look like a princess. She rescues the prince in the end. And then the final one is one called Princess Daisy and the Dragon and the Nincompoop Knights by Steve Lenton. It pretty much does what it says. There's a dragon (laughs) and a princess and there's some useless knights. And I really like exploring these ideas with children, just looking at some different princesses and getting them going, yeah, princesses can do this and girls can do this. And then you could take that as far as you wanted. You could just read, do simply reading activities with them, or you could do some other other literacy-based activities. 
There's a lot of touching on the PSHE themes in there, isn't there? So what, what sort of writing activities would you do from all of that? I think I'd probably get the children to maybe look at some a range of princesses. So start with some more stereotypical princesses and get them to write the older year group sort of up towards year two, get them to write a bit of a description mm-hmm. of a standard princess. A princess looks like this, a princess this, a princess that. And then get them to do a similar activity for the princess in our in our story, just to compare. Mm-hmm. So you've got the writing, you've, you're getting and one of the key reading themes across reception in year one is getting to know traditional tales and getting to know typical characters and being able to describe characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll get them to do maybe those two character descriptions going up into sort of the end of year one, beginning of year two. That sort of touches on both your princesses and your description bit, does it? Yes, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, so have you got more to go into on the description side? A slightly different activity uh, for English, if you would like it, that's not so princess-based. Go for it. <laughs> so while we're looking at adjectives, at the start of the poem, we've got a bit of a description of the giants. And I thought what uh-huh. might be quite fun to do in terms of the children learning to use adjectives, and again, the older children learning to write with adjectives, is to imagine, draw and describe what he looks like at the end and maybe how he feels at the end. So you've got this new character and um, I would always start with younger children with um, drawing or create, otherwise creating the character first. Yeah. So what does Huff McTuff look like now and how does he feel now? Create that together. Either, either the children can create their own version or they can work together and then describe Huff McTuff. And again, a character description, generating loads of really good adjectives. And incidentally, this poem is great for language for the children. There's loads of good adjectives in there. So you could borrow some from there and come up with your other ones and then write a description of him. And and a rhyming description? You could try rhyming going into into year two. (laughs) It depends how how much work you want to do. But yes, you could do some rhymes if you generated with the younger age group, if you generate lots of rhymes first together mm. to support them with that and yes you could have a go at mine well let's go up the ages now uh, to the 7 to 11 bracket where are you taking this one rob i am taking this in two different directions the first is thinking about how the characters are recording what they're feeling and what they've been doing during the day in other words um some diary entries and what i would ask my class to do is a diary entry for either Huff McTuff or the princess, one from the start, from the beginning of when we meet the character, and then one at the end as well, so that they get a chance to use that range of emotions and how they feel and the language that goes with that. I would also ask that the children used a lot of fronted adverbials, which comes into the year four curriculum. The fronted adverbial helps to describe either where something happens, when something happens, or how it happens, to give them a real focus for the writing as well as it being a diary. Say, okay, you need to make sure you include at least three fronted adverbials. And that's very easy to do with a story like this where there are some very clear settings all the way throughout. Perfect for it, yeah. And time locations as well. One morning, one day, I've got the front page of the story in front of me. So one morning, one day, I can see that... um, in a land far away, the very first line, that tells you where it happened. So to be able to rewrite that into a diary would be a good way to approach it. Whilst Helen was just talking there about the activities she would do, I thought, oh, I thought of another one that I could get the older children to do as well. And that's to think about persuasive language that we use to get people to come to our point of view for what we want. So how could Princess Barrett, how could she persuade one of the people that she meets that she can she is capable of doing 
the job that they're doing to help her? What kind of things could she say? How would she present this information? You, Because there are persuasive posters, there are radio jingles, there are TV ads, speeches. What would she do to persuade them that, yes, yes, she can? You're thinking linguistically, though, right? Because um, she could just do the job. Would that not be persuasive enough? It probably would. It might upset the people who were doing the job. So you, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, linguistically, I I am capable of doing the job because I've got these enormous muscles or I've got, I'm very dexterous with my hands or whatever, the, whichever job it was to convince them that needed doing. Could it almost uh, be a, because we've talked a lot about the role of princesses, could it almost be a, an application to the king, her father, to to change her role in the castle and this is why? could cover all of the different roles all of the different jobs that come up and she could you can have quite a decent decent length piece of writing out of your older children that way absolutely starting by saying why you're so fed up with being a princess and how (laughs) you'd much rather do something else because yeah more hands-on That's all we have time for today, folks. If you try out any of these ideas, or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you're soon to cover with your young learners, please let us know on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Tomorrow, Huff and Princess Barrette will help us teach maths. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So... Cheerio! Cheerio. And we we hope hope to hear hear your your story story soon. soon!